Hey guys, welcome to the Cannabis Update Podcast. We give leaders and organizations an opportunity to tell their stories and share information. Hello again. All right. First, a shout out to Apollo Cannabis for sponsoring this podcast. If you're wondering about medical cannabis for you or someone you know, check these guys out. Now, let's be honest. It's not always obvious who you should talk to or where you should go if you've never looked into medical cannabis before. So this is exactly what Apollo Cannabis Clinics can do for you. They help you begin that journey with a personalized and evidence-based treatment plan, then provide you with ongoing care at every step of the way. Check them out at apollocannabis.ca and speak to one of their qualified physicians. Again, that's apollocannabis.ca. Thanks so much to those guys. All right, let's get something straight before we jump into today's interview. I'm not a grower. In fact, I've never even tried growing a carrot or a tomato, never mind cannabis. So that being said, having received a gift or two from growers in the last couple of years, my eyes have definitely been opened and now I'm considering growing my four next spring. So when I came upon Matt from Skinny Piranha, I was curious about what he does and why it may or may not help. But keep in mind, it's from the perspective of someone who is curious, but certainly not qualified. So in this podcast, I spoke with Matt Bailey and his company Skinny Piranha, who make equipment designed to help small and craft growers with a lot of the work. I definitely learned a lot and I hope that you do too. Welcome to the podcast, Matt. Hello. Hello. Glad to be here. Thanks, man. Hey, you know what? Before we start, I'm going to ask you quite possibly the hardest question of the whole interview. Are you ready for this? Yes, I am. (laughs) Tell us who you are, but tell (laughs) us something about yourself that has nothing to do with cannabis. I am a chronically creative individual who has, for the majority of my life, searched for uh, ideas that will somehow make a difference and change the world that we all live in. Nice. And you know what? To your point, that was actually quite a creative answer. <laughs> Most people say, I have a dog or a cat. <laughs> right. Awesome. Um, before we talk about your company, Skinny Piranha, um, can you tell us what's your personal cannabis story? My personal cannabis story is uh, probably typical. Um, I started as like a kid in high school, smoking weed out on the corner with my friends. Right. And uh, at that at that time, uh, it, it was not in, encouraged and, uh, it was, um, you know, a lot of work, uh, to find a joint, to smoke it and not get caught doing it. Right. Of course. Uh, and then personally that evolved, uh, uh, through the years to, uh, I found, uh, medicinal uses for it. And, uh, I've enjoyed watching, uh, the laws change, uh, uh, somewhat ineffectively, but it, it seems like uh, the world consciousness, or at least our part of the world, is becoming more favorable uh, towards cannabis and its use. Right, of course. Um, okay, so you are the CEO of a company called Skinny Piranha. Um, what's the story behind that? Skinny Piranha um, originally started um, as a startup product development firm mm-hmm. uh, with a couple of real creative guys that came out of uh, uh, backgrounds from mechanical and electrical engineering, uh, software design. And um, we started uh, doing kind of project-based or contract-based uh, product development projects uh, with things like uh, communication systems for the railroad, uh, stuff for the oil and gas industry, all kinds of crazy stuff. That's how we started. Okay. And how, how did you, I guess, move into the cannabis space? 
Well, here's the interesting part. Um, quite by accident, actually. Um, personally, I was with a friend of mine and we were at a local hydroponic shop um, on the weekend and he was buying some soil amendments and I was just kind of tagging along and uh, he pointed across the store over at this machine uh, that I had never seen before. And he says, boy, I want to get one of those. Okay. And uh, I, <laughs> I said, what is it? And he said, well, it's an automatic trimmer. And I'd never heard of such a thing. And so being as I'm creative and curious, I walked over and immediately saw uh, from an engineer's standpoint that um, it was more like a cement mixer um, and it wasn't particularly advanced or effective and it sure was expensive. And so that's how our journey started. Gotcha. And just so that I can clarify here, what's your professional background? What do you bring to the table? Are you an engineer? Yes, I am a mechanical engineer, and I have a long background in design, build, uh, manufacturing projects. Uh, mm-hmm. I owned a laser machining service for many years um, prior to doing this, and so I have uh, a lot of experience um, in taking uh, concepts into production. Nice. Okay, so this is all making sense now. So you're in this hydroponics store, and you see this automated trimming machine. You look at it carefully from your perspective, and you're like, this is not very sophisticated. Why don't we take a look at building something ourselves? How did that work? So, uh, yeah, uh, I looked at my friend Glenn, and I said, you know, I think I can do better. Don't (laughs) buy that thing. And uh, so we went back to the Skinny Piranha Secret Hideout and uh, started noodling and uh, we built kind of a, a open test frame environment, just a, a real rudimentary uh, rough prototype okay. based on my limited uh, understanding. And right out the gate, it worked uh, light years better than what was currently being offered on the market. Gotcha. Okay, so that began the evolution of uh, Skinny Piranha into a few products that will assist growers, I guess. Yeah, well, based on our learning experience from the trimmer, um, we kind of eased into that market and quickly found that there was a lot of resistance with the farmers uh, because of the existing equipment actually did more damage to the flower uh, than being helpful. Okay. So when you there say was damage, a lot of resistance in the market. When you say damage, yes. what do you mean? Like it's sh- shaking the trichomes off the actual plant. Um, it's you know destroying the buds themselves. What kind of damage was being done? Yes, all of the above. Uh, it was just base. It was very uh, rough on the flower. Uh, it would uh, remove the trichomes. It would grind uh, nice buds down into tiny little torpedoes. It, it's just very wasteful process. Okay, and then you'd have to go through and pick out all the little pieces and try to make the best of what's left over of your product, I guess, after after you use these traditional right. machines. And uh, so we came up with technology that directly addressed those issues, and um, which kind of led to, gave us some momentum into bringing that same thinking into other areas of cannabis processing. Okay, so you have a few products that you now create. Can you tell me which ones they are? Well, we have the, the trimmer that we've been talking about. It's okay. uh, called the Trim Buddy Series Trimmer. Yeah. And that has evolved over the years uh, to where... It's as good as it's going to get, which is uh, uh, pretty darn good, actually. It works better than anything else. And um, then a year ago, we launched a product called the Portabucker, which uh, allows the user to insert insert the stalks in the machine, and it will pluck off the, the flower, uh, which they can then uh, trim. 
So it takes a lot of, it takes a bottleneck out of the uh, harvesting and uh, cleaning process. Ah, okay. I've never grown. So when I was reading about the portabucker, I wasn't entirely clear on exactly what the, what it does and, and why. So, okay. So that would be like stage one and then trim buddy would be stage two, I presume. Yes, exactly. Kind of like that. Who are you aiming these products at? Are these, are these industrial scale? I don't know. Like I know, I saw that in your, um, you had a, a video that kind of explained how the trim buddy worked. I think that you had put in two pounds. Now, in my world, two pounds is a fair amount of cannabis. Is that is that considered industrial? Or is that still considered homegrown? Well, that's a good question. Um, because the industry is scaling up so rapidly, what used to uh, appear to be a lot of cannabis, I mean, you said, well, a pound or two seems like a lot to me. Uh, for a lot of farmers now, that's just a drop in the bucket. Of course. Uh, there's people that are growing thousands of plants at a time. And so the need for automation is uh, exponentially increasing every day. Okay. Therefore, where do you see this machine being used? Um, would it be somebody like a small scale craft grower? Uh, would it be large scale? Because I, I imagine you could use it all day long. You would you would put your product in, uh, let it do its work, take the product out. You could go right onto the next batch and keep keep going like you would any other process, right? Yes. Um, historically, our customers are um, the smaller to mid-sized growers, the uh, uh, people that might have uh, anywhere from 20 to 100 plants in their grow, okay. where just the volume, uh, so let's say this typical customer maybe ends up with uh, 100 pounds of, of cannabis they have to hand trim. And so our equipment, I guess, is designed for the small to medium-sized grower. Right. At this point. Okay. So um, my assumption would be that if you're a craft grower and it's you're not doing a ton of volume, hand trimming is probably still superior, I would imagine. Because I mean, anything that's it's a machine and it's automated may not have the same attention to detail as somebody who's doing it all the time and cutting cutting it all down by hand. My assumption, and I could be totally wrong, um, but but where, where do these land? Is this kind of like a, a balance between efficiency and value? Like, is, is it um, something that's going to save you time, but it's still doing a decent job of the actual trimming process and the portabucket? Yeah, you're right on track. Um, that balance between efficiency and value um, really is the deciding factor for automation. Originally, the craft Growers, uh, the scissor uh, and hand manicured kind of people were um, really against any kind of automation. Okay. But what's happened in the industry, because there's so much cannabis being grown, uh, the price per pound, uh, the retail price or wholesale price has really plummeted. So uh, you can't afford to pay somebody $100 to trim each pound and it takes them forever. So you have to find some kind of happy medium. This is really what it boils down to. And what, Yeah. And what we found is um, that a lot of our users have discovered that they'll use a machine and trim it to about like 80%. And then hand finish it, so you in the end you really can't tell that it was done by a machine. Gotcha. Are these sold in Canada? Yes, they are. Okay. We, we have shipped uh, quite a few um, of our products up to Canada, and uh, those numbers are increasing rapidly. Okay. And not to promote competitors, but are there uh, other products in the marketplace that are similar to what you guys are creating? There is. Um, there's a number of um, machine trimmers uh, that have been out on the market for, for years. And there's uh, a few machine buckers that have been out for years. Um, so we do have competition. Okay. Uh, but it's really not an apple-to-apple -apple comparison. You're willing to take the Pepsi challenge, are you? 
<laughs> your product to taste we, we haven't we haven't lost one yet um what do you guys anticipate you'll be doing next in terms of product line is there anything sort of on the horizon that you're looking at or you're working towards right now yes we're currently uh working with um a number of different uh large-scale farms uh, in northern california oregon and washington that are development partners and what we do is we supply them with equipment and they supply us with boots on the ground feedback okay. that helps us in our development process. Gotcha. All right. Uh, any final thoughts on what you guys do or how people can find your products online? Uh, you can go to skinnypiranha.com and we have a website. Uh, you can go to skinnypiranha underscore official or trim buddy on instagram and find videos um that's the easiest way to find us uh we are very responsive uh to any kind of comments or questions that when people reach out to us uh we're there we're, we're not big shots which means we pick up the phone <laughs> yeah fair okay man um thank you for this um any final thoughts anything that we missed uh no, I, I just really appreciate you reaching out from Canada, and uh, we look forward to having a larger presence up in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And um, th this next year, we're increasing the scope of our equipment to help um, handle the larger um, scale grows, uh, meaning this equipment is getting uh, bigger and more advanced. Mm -hmm. um, so th that's what's in our playbook for now. Nice. Well, regardless of your how you're involved with the cannabis space, there's no denying it's an exciting time. And I think even more so now for the U.S. than for Canada. You know, we had all the hype leading up to federal legalization. Now you guys are all kind of going, is this going to happen? And if it does, will it be in the next four years, maybe under Trump or under you know, a Democratic leader? Who knows? But I think we're all thinking it's going to go in that <laughs> direction, right? So um, these must be super exciting. A lot of hype in the U.S. for you right now. Yeah, and personally, I'm having a lot of fun with this. Um, I, I get to meet all kinds of different people from uh, small growers up to large-scale farmers, and I, I find the industry quite interesting, and uh, we're ex excited in the direction that it's going. It, it's just been a lot of fun. Nice. Hey, Matt, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. And I look forward to publishing this and letting all the Canadian listeners uh, check it out and find out more about you guys. Thank you so much for reaching out to Skinny Piranha and look forward to uh, future dealings with you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks to Matt for taking the time to walk me through what his company Skinny Piranha does. And hey, if you grow and you want to find out more, just Google Skinny Piranha or check them out on Instagram. Super nice guy. And like you said, he always answers his phone. Hey, if you like what I do and would like to reach all of my listeners with your product, reach out to me and I'll send you a media kit which includes listener data, demographics, and analytics. Email michael at distinctmedia.ca. Thanks so much. The media contributors within the Cannabis Media Collective do our very best to remain as accurate as possible, but take no responsibility for any inaccurate details or facts. If a story interests you, we're glad to have brought it to your attention, but please take the time to research the details for yourself. Thank you.